Guess who had himself a night last night? That is right. Sam Carrick, part of the Maple Bros, had himself a night at the SAP Center. And I think it's time to pour one out for Sam Carrick on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You know what? Your team every day. Oh, yeah, there we go. That gives me the energy for this show. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, been covering hockey for over a decade. Also, PA announcer for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And, folks, if you haven't tried this, this is Maple 2.0. This is literally, <laughs> let me take that off the screen. Yeah, Twitter, Simply JD, all that stuff. This is literally Maple Water from the Carrick Bros. This is legit from the Carrick Bros, Sam Carrick, and Trevor Carrick, who is now back with the Ducks organization. So, you know, just something I thought I'd finish off, given the night that Sam Carrick had at SAP Center last night. Woo! <clears throat> all right. Let's get right into it. Um, not much for intros today because I want to talk all about Sam Carrick. Can we talk about Sam Carrick, please? Yes, we can. Who had himself a night and didn't even get a star. Can you believe that? Sam Carrick, did, I know it's preseason. I'm not going to overreact. I'm not. It's only preseason. However... Sam Carrick had a three-point night and wasn't even one of the stars of the game. Are you kidding? Are you joking? Yeah, apparently not. Apparently, three points was not enough to give him a star. Whatever. So, here we are talking about Sam Carrick again. Now, I talked about him before, noticing that he was skating better in the first game out. Second game out versus the San Jose Sharks. At least this roster is a little bit more filled out. This roster at least has some guys that could make the Sharks roster. Yeah, okay, several of them can. Yes, they absolutely can. William Eklund, he was out there. He's a terrific, he's a quality player, folks. He's very good. Who else was out there? Oh, you had um, Carpenter out there. You had um, LeBanc, who's had some NHL time. Vlasic, who looked really good last night, by the way. So, yeah, there was there was some NHL talent on both sides. I include Sam Carrick in this. I'm going to begin with that first goal. This was a sweet, sweet goal last night on kind of, kind of a driving play. What I liked the most about it was Sam Carrick protected the puck from, I think it was Nikolai Knizov, who he was trying to protect, protect the puck from. And he had a nice, like, backhanded pass to his right side and had the presence of mind to go across the crease because he saw Brett Leeson streaking towards the goal. And that was ah, chef's kiss right there. Perfect pass from Sam Carrick. This is the kind of stuff that you want to see from a potential third or fourth line center for your team. There's a lot of players out there that are reliable bottom six guys. I don't want to call them 12th or 13th men. I would rather call them reliable bottom six players. Players that you know are going to give you everything they've got. Players that you know are going to give the effort 
that are going to protect their teammates have just enough fight in them to help out their teammates and protect them, but also have enough skill to be reliable in that slot. And I think Sam Carrick does fit that role well. Someone else that I thought really fit that role well, um, not so much in L.A. because they didn't know what to do with him, but I'll go Washington Capitals. Nick Dowd. Nick Dowd is the kind of player that is very reliable. You can always count on him to be in the lineup and not you know, have many injuries. And he's been kind of that guy for the Capitals for for a while now, now that I think about it. I believe he's already 32, 33 years old. And the last four or five seasons in Washington, he's been steady. He's gotten double-digit goals. He's played a multitude of games and has been that guy. And that's what I think Sam Carrick could be for the Ducks. Mr. Reliable. Could Sam Carrick possibly get double-digit goals this season? The way he's skating so far in preseason, that could that could really be a bold statement, a bold prediction, that Sam Carrick will score double-digit goals. He is capable of doing that. He has done that with the San Diego goals. We know he can put up points. He had three points in last night's game. First, that slick pass to Brett Leeson to put the Ducks up one nothing. Then, Olin Zellweger went to work. And I'll talk more about Olin Zellweger in the next segment. But Carrick had another assist to Olin Zellweger, who did his work, made it 2-0. Then Andrew Agazzino. He scored on a nice pass from Pavel Regenda and Olin Zellweger. So Ducks had a big 3-0 lead early in this game. And then Mr. Eklund scored because, of course, William Eklund scored yeah, he's going to be on the opening night roster for the San Jose Sharks. I think so. J.D. Young, colleague, the other J.D. locked on Sharks. He thinks that too. X scored on the power play. And then you had a pretty nice goal from Vlasic. You know, just a perfect snipe over the pad of Alex Stalock. Stalock looked okay in this game. He looked fine. He looked okay. And then Carrick, empty netter. Mwah, yeah, love it so much. And then also, who else impressed last night was Mukama Doolin for San Jose. He looked pretty good. But as far as Ducks that impressed, I got to start with Olin Zellweger and Sam Carrick. But I'm going to focus on Sam Carrick on like this segment for the next minute or so. Um, Sam Carrick is really defining what it means to be like a character guy, but also skate hard, make terrific plays, and just put himself out there to get goals and score points. Again, three-point night, including an empty netter at the end. The skating's better. But also something that is better is the decision-making. So last season, he did have a lot of poor plays and didn't make some good decisions off the puck last season, which resulted in him getting burned more than a few times on goals. It's just a matter of, I think he thought that he was trying to overcompensate for, you know, getting beat a couple times and hoping that that speed would come back. It wasn't there again because of the injury. For him to have the kind of night he did, but also defensively, too. And I got to give props here. Defensively, I thought Sam Carrick did a pretty good job. 
neutralizing opponents um, using an active stick. He actually used a very good active stick, but also didn't allow himself to get beat. So will I continue to sing the praises of Sam Carrick? Abso-freaking-lutely I am. I hope he makes the opening night roster. In fact, he'd better make the opening night roster. Otherwise, I'll riot. I'll riot at Ponda if he doesn't make the opening night roster. So I'm going to take one more swig of this. And I'm going to talk more about a couple other players that impressed me in last night's game. So I'll talk more about that and some more promising signs. And we'll get to that on the other side. (sighs) But first, as I finish this, I got to talk to you guys about DoorDash. Now, unfortunately, DoorDash doesn't bring you Maple H2O from Canada. But are you missing the maple syrup from your pancakes? Or you just ran ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. That includes maple, not water, but maple syrup. And you know, you have the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. Or maybe you're sick and you can't go to the market. DoorDash Grocery Deliver is perfect for you. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver from your restaurants. But how about from your local grocery store as well? With easy substitutions right in the app and the best in-class customer support, you could deliver it delivers groceries and you could get it how you want it. So get 50% off your first DoorDash grocery order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum, subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's code LOCKED for half off your first order with DoorDash. That maple syrup was delicious, folks. Well, welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I forgot to put the little thing for the first segment. So, you know, I talked about Carrick. Let's talk about some promising signs, or are we jumping the gun here? I'll start off with promising signs. I mentioned Sam Carrick. I didn't mention Olin Zellweger, who I am still upset about. Two years later, that he only got one playoff game against the Ontario Reign and got scratched in game two. WTF. I'll, I'll get over it, I promise. But Olin Zellweger should have played more. And to see him out there skate the way he did. I got to talk about that second goal. I have to. Can we do that, please? Because, you know, once he got the puck on his stick, he kind of swerved his way around a little bit. Okay, more than a little bit. Once he got the puck on his skate, he just outskated everybody. He ran circles around the entire defense. One of those guys that he ran circles around, I believe that was um, Kevin LeBanc that he skated circles around, where Olin had the puck, you know, at the point, went inside, went around the circle, skated around, broke Kevin LeBanc, and eventually scored from the blue line and got it past everybody. This was through a lot of traffic 
And this one just looked really good. And that's what Olin Zellweger can do. I've always loved his skating ability. Not only is he a fast skater, but he's really good on his edges. And he kind of he floats on the ice. That's how I describe his skating ability. He doesn't drive hard. He floats. And at times, he almost makes it effortless. That's what I love watching about Olin Zellweger. And that's what I liked watching you know, up close in person. Is just the smart skating. Being able to get rid of defensemen and find himself open and find himself with a good wrist shot. So those are all little signs that I like seeing. Do I think Olin Zellweger has a chance to make the opening roster? I'm going to say he has a chance. There's a lot of tough competition. He is still pretty young. He might be on the outside looking in. I hope not. I hope he is with the Ducks. But I wouldn't mind it if he's a top-line defenseman for San Diego either. But he is that guy. And he, I think, is going to show himself a lot this season. Some other promising signs. I mentioned Brett Leeson. Leeson had a quality game last night. He looks fantastic. He looks fine. He looks absolutely fine. Um, Someone else that I have to mention here is um, Ilya Labushkin, who had himself a pretty decent night. Um, Also a solid night defensively. I like Bush's game a lot. Um, Jacob Perot had himself a pretty solid game just on both sides of the ice. Skated well, had some very good shifts. Um, Good active stick from him also. So I liked what I saw from Jacob Perot in this game. And Frank had a pretty solid game too. Frank looks good. Uh, Leeson, I just, I like Brett Leeson a whole lot. I could see him having some quality games this season. So that's who else I liked. Uh, Josh Lapina, I thought, looked pretty good last night. So, yeah, just some guys that I liked. Now, the other part of this. Are we jumping the gun here? Is this a little bit too early to talk about these good signs? I'm going to say a qualified yes that we're jumping the gun. Mainly because we kind of saw this a little bit last season during the preseason. Last year during preseason, the Ducks had some good games. You know, they beat the Coyotes that first game. They actually beat the Coyotes twice. Um, They beat the Sharks with a pretty solid effort at home. Um, They lost to the Sharks again. But, you know, like they had more wins than losses in the preseason last year. Including a win against the Los Angeles Kings. So, should I put a lot of stock in the preseason... Partial partial qualified, yes. Because there are better signs this season than there were last season. So while I am excited about it because hockey's back, I don't want to jump the gun too much. What I will jump the gun on is some of the small signs. There were more, there's already more promising signs so far in two preseason games this year than there were in all seven games of the preseason last year. The promising signs last season were from some of the big guns, and we expected that. Now we're seeing better promising signs from the rest of the cast because JD and Z are not there, and it's giving everyone else an opportunity to really shine and possibly claim their spot on the roster. So 
that's what I'm enjoying watching. I'm enjoying watching just the pure, um, like the hard shifts. A lot of these guys are gunning for spots. And knowing that Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegers have not been signed yet, and we're already into the third game of the preseason, who knows if they make opening night. At this point, if they don't get signed by next week, they're probably not going to make the opening night roster. So that'll give guys like Carrick a chance to shine. Maybe Olin Zellweger will fill that spot from JD, and he'll show his stuff. And, you know, when Z and JD do come back, the Ducks coaching staff is going to have some difficult decisions, but that bodes well for San Diego also. I have to mention San Diego as well, mainly because they were they were crap last season. They, they were bad. Winning helps up and down. You know, Tulsa was bad. San Diego was bad. Anaheim was bad. You want to have good vibes all through the organization. And it goes all the way down to the ECHL as well. So I will allow myself to jump the gun slightly and have some excitement. I think I'll have more excitement about the San Diego goals this season because they got a pretty solid roster. And a lot of those young guys are going to play in San Diego this season. They're going to have a whole lot of 19 and 20 and 21 year olds that are going to be very good. As far as the Ducks, I will allow myself to be cautiously semi-maybe optimistic that they're not going to be in the cellar. So that's where I am with that. All right, we're going to talk about some roster updates on the other side. Hello there. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about some roster updates. Uh, we had some guys go back to juniors, which was totally expected. I'll go over some of those names right now. Um, they're, they're fine. They're absolutely fine. All right. Going down, we got Rodwin Dionisio. Rod, sorry, Rodwin Dionisio, Connor Vidson, Vidston, Nico Mayadovich. Colson Petra, aw, Votek Port, Connor Smith, Igor Sidorov, and Kerry Terrence. So those are going to be some of the guys that are going to be going back to their junior teams. Let me repeat that. They're going back to their junior teams. They are still very young. They're still very, like, they're still raw. But they're all going to go back to their respective teams. And let me list the teams out for you. Just so I could list them out for you. Um, let me start with... I, I have him here. I had him right in front of me. I closed the window for some idiotic reason. I don't know why I did that. Alright. Um, oh, by the way. Um, I should mention that we're only two and a half weeks out from opening night. Yeah. I can't wait, guys. I really can't wait. I can't find the teams in front of me for some reason. I don't know why I lost it. But all those guys that I mentioned are going back to juniors. And it's expected that we're going to have a few more cuts because goals training camp is going to open very soon. So expect in the next day or two, probably the next day after Wednesday night's game, that we're going to have a few cuts and most of those are expected 
to go to San Diego Goals Training Camp, which begins next week. So be on the lookout for that. As of right now, the Ducks have about 40 players on their roster. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions yet as to what the opening night roster is going to look like. We are going to have another show tonight, by the way, right after the game. And then I'm going to have some predictions. And after that, you know, maybe maybe some bold predictions. And who's going to make opening night roster? My prediction for that. So we'll do that. And hopefully Trevor and JD will sign at some point in the next week. That's the hope right now. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, also, a reminder that we have preseason games coming up. First, Apachonga Arena in San Diego. Kings versus Ducks. That's taking place on Friday night. And then Sunday at... Yeah. Acrisure Arena. I so cannot wait for that. I'm actually getting my scripts together as we speak. So, you know, like, there's there's other work that I do just to, just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. I'm kind of talking fast here. Yeah, I do, like, a lot of other stuff besides Locked On. You know, I do public address for a bunch of other teams. Uh, a little bit of writing on the side. And covering, you know, I'll be covering San Diego hopefully this season more than a couple of games. So I'll be out there for that. Um, but one of the things that I do, like... Like, we have a lot of preparation that goes into these games. NHL games do take a lot of prep work. So already working on scripts a few days out. Working on just a lot of other little things before we have Sunday's game. But if you're coming, please let me know. Let me know on Twitter if you're coming. So yeah, do check it out. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. Please message me on Twitter. Let me know if you're coming to the games or not. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. And cannot wait to see a lot of you at Akershire Arena on Sunday. Ducks Coyotes. Oh, yeah. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.